minus 40 seconds. T-minus 30 seconds. T-minus 20 seconds. Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus, Brady Lining, and Todd Griffin. Hear ye! Hear ye! Council of Earbuds is in session. <laughs> Todd, do we just score a goal in Australian rules football? Nope. I'm just pointing. Pointing at the audience. What, what kind of nonsense is going on your Facebook page, Todd? Getting Where? this message. Getting this message. We're having trouble streaming to Facebook. I don't know. Can you see me? Uh, I can see you. I could, no, I can see you. It's just not streaming to your page or there's some issue. But. Oh. So if any of our uh, earbuds are watching on your page, they could go jump to... on the cool people's page. Yeah, and I just put a post on there uh, tagging both of you. So if they don't know how to get to you, y'all's page pages, then you're tagged. They'll just put their finger in the air like this, and the machismo will radiate into the internet, and they will find our pages. Well, now the now that now the warning <laughs> went off my, your page and onto mine. So ah, Facebook spreading. Issue. Facebook. It's viral and not the good way. Brady, I got to point out, man, in my earbuds, I don't know if it was that noticeable, but just that little bit of a tip of the finger lick sounded like somebody licked a giant uh, stamp. Like... (laughs) (laughs) You got any skin left on that that pointer finger. Oh, man. Like when Uh, a cat accidentally licks licks your arm, it feels like somebody's got a bell sander on your arm reminds that sound just reminds me of the uh, i saw a meme the other day and i can't remember what it said but the gist of it was that you always had that one kid in class that when they read silently you could like you could like hear him mouthing the words (laughs) like the guy at uh oh uh win plays or show oh yeah yeah. all right well someone someone has uh One's on the Play It By Your podcast Facebook page, but there are warnings on my page, your page, Todd, and uh, now they, they keep going off and on. We done Savannah, mad. Savannah, Savannah you, you have surprised the great or the surpassed the great Facebook purge. That's right. Seems to be going on right now. Watch on YouTube's. There's no problems over there. All right. Now we have two. Maybe people are starting to. Someone's on YouTube. Who's on YouTube? Are we going to have to pay? It could be my dad. My dad watches on YouTube. Oh, does he? (laughs) Yeah. 
Hello, Chuck. I don't know that it is. I said it could be. Well, if it's if Chuck, I, if it's if Dad. I, if it's you, Chuck, hello. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe this will get all worked out here, but uh, now we got three people. There's people getting on Facebook. Now Now it's now it's all gone. Maybe ah, people, that's good. That's good. Stop on in now. All right. Episode 124 of the Play It By Ear podcast. 24. Todd Griffin, support local, and I—that's musicians, right? Bands, anything, stuff. anything. Hey. The you, the guy now, the guy I bought the hat off of is uh is a yeah, it's talking about bands, and he runs a uh, very cool club in Hamilton called Pullman's Pullman Lanes. Uh, but I think it could be anything. It could support local. You could businesses put, local. Yeah, you could put a piece of tape on there and like change it for whatever. Like support local. Pizza, support local bands. Yeah. yeah. Support, support your, your local, local mafia. Yes. Local podcast. Yeah. All right, go. All right. Well, Savannah's checked in. Anyone else would like to check in? Please do so. We'll put you up there. All right. So, again, uh, Todd with us with his uh, support local hat, Brady. Supporting, I say? Supporting Buckeye Nation. There we go. Won't say anything about that. Hey, no. I am going old school. Oh, nice. Uh, so I played the old school intro. Ah, Judge nice. Smales. Judge yeah. Smales. Well, if we're, show, if we're showing our shirts, may I show mine? It's uh, yeah. It's uh, actually uh, um, uh, Celia wore it the other night. We uh, we were interviewing another podcast, and uh, she wore this shirt for our good buddies in. Abe's Lincoln. <laughs> Abe's Lincoln, uh, local Cincinnati band supporting local. I love that band name. Uh, <laughs> Considering they, how they he used like gone, Kevin's Bacon, they could have gone Abe's Lincoln. They could have gone Abe Lincoln's. Yes, they could have gone Abraham's Lincoln. <laughs> they picked a very cool band name, Abe's Lincoln. If you're listening out there <laughs> now or later, go check them out on Facebook. Abe's Lincoln, <laughs> good cool. rock and roll band from Cincinnati. Nice, Ohio. Whoa. All right. So if you've not been with us before, each of us bring a topic to the table. Uh, we exhaust that topic. 20-ish minutes went away a long time ago, I guess. But uh, Todd's finishing a tournament, I know. Brady has a topic. I have tournament. a game. Tournament. tournament. So, uh, Todd, you have the floor, sir. All right. As, just as you passed it to me, I have a sneeze tickling <laughs> in my right nostril. <laughs> <laughs> so, so so Brady Brady no. <laughs> when he I, I'm sure you've seen this before Brady when he needs to sneeze he looks up looks up looks up at the light looks up at the sun yeah it, it, it's a <laughs> it's a photo reaction is the sun dried out before it can exit no it, it just triggers it some people have that it on my 23 and me profile it shows I'm genetically predisposed to being you know that triggers a light sensitive reaction to sneeze are you kidding no i'm really not i'm being totally really? serious yes, I, you know i promised i promised on my post that would be nonsensical conversation that was as nonsensical as it gets but yet it was <laughs> sensical yes and no it did not dry it out don't be in the line of fire when that if you see brady looking <laughs> no. up at the light better get out of the way better hope he doesn't have Clear. a bat in the cave if i can use that <laughs> idiom <It's>, uh, yes <laughs> so or bats in the cave, <laughs> or bats guano in the cave. Oh, so if you had if you had both nostrils full, would it be bats in the caves? 
I think it would depend on the amount of caves. Like, well, you're, it's your nostrils. I mean, you have two. Everybody should have two caves. Attorneys so, general. <laughs> if everybody's by like by nasal, everybody is well by cavial, if you will. So, so if you had bats caves, yeah, it would, be, it, it would be. It would depend. If you had, it would be. If you had one in each nostril, would it be bat in the? It would be still be bats in the caves. Yes. <laughs> but if you had one that stretched across into into both, it would be bat in the caves. Yes, that'd be fruit bat size. All right, so I must know here uh, of the people in the room. Someone, oh Je Jess, Jess Hogue Doherty is in the room. Hey Jessica. Oh hey Jessica. I'm not she, seeing she, it. She she put a sad face on that conversation about bats in the cave. I, maybe she man, we're already running them off. I know. It's like hey. Saddened by the bats in the cave. That, that is the most pleasant way I think you can describe that sit situation. Indeed, you can't call them stalagmites. As I say, <laughs> as a teacher, as as elementary teacher, we're chasing quite a few bats out of caves. Typically, uh, no, yeah, they, they generally are excavated by themselves. <laughs> unfortunately, they're a nasal spelunker. <laughs> Yeah. All right, we we better move on. <laughs> Tastes like chicken. Oh man, I'm glad I really didn't take a drink. For you, so. <laughs> Bat meat. <laughs> Bats meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are silly people. We are non-serious. Well, going going off the rails. Going off the rails. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for me to finish up the tournament? The Indeed. tournament is on. Daniel LaRusso style. All right. S sweep the leg. <laughs> Get him a body bag. <laughs> so we have, if you remember right, our number one seed was Nintendo. Mm -hmm. um, and we just said any Nintendo, whether it be whether 64 was your, your bag or whether it was the original Nintendo. Well, um, let's... Well, or remind people what our tournament oh, is. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is, uh, I mean, I don't have the, the original graphic with me. I just have my notes from last time. I believe it was just something along the lines of uh, toys, but, but yeah. general toys. General toys, yeah. No, we didn't really get specifics into specifics, but it was general categories. Yeah. Um, so the first matchup we have for tonight is the number one seed, Nintendo Voices. The, I can't remember if it was the eight or nine seed, but it was the water slash Nerf gun. <laughs> water slash Nerf gun, which to show you how loosey goosey we're playing it, there's nothing similar. A water and a Nerf gun have nothing in common other than the gun part, <laughs> but we we slapped them together in this category. Yes. Their projectiles could either be seen as pleasant or unpleasant, depending on who's you know the context. Um, we just said none of those cheap. Uh, darts that didn't stick to you had to you had to slop a loogie on them just to get them to, to stick to something. Had to get a bat out of the cave and put it on the suction. Yeah, you beat me to it. <laughs> um, okay, so um, the super soaker, I, and I'm gonna go. Okay, so without getting too specific into the the types, I mean, me personally, as a kid, and probably to this day, I'll get more enjoyment out of a um out of a Nerfkin. I mean, they got those Gatlin gun kind that, you know, you just pull the trigger. And it's like, you know, like the kind they had in um, 
in Predator that Jesse Ventura was carried around. Like, and they're amazing. Um, the only problem with those is you literally three seconds and you're it's spent, and then you spend the next twenty eight minutes collecting them behind collecting the couch them and from under- every crevice in yeah. the house. What else can you say that about? <laughs> <laughs> so, <at> all. <laughs> um, but I, I remember seeing one of those Nerf guns, and, and I'm pretty sure it was Nerf brand. I, I could be wrong, but it literally was a rocket launcher, and it was a rocket shaped nerf and it you know and all i could think about man if you got drilled with one of those in the wrong place yeah. well uh any place it's not gonna feel good but if you get hit in the forbidden zone it's gonna smart pretty bad because like you know but i can't imagine those things like having much right, Papal. <laughs> <laughs> no just just think of that video he sent the other day <laughs> the description <laughs> huh <laughs> the umpire <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but like it if you could think it was about the size of a small hot dog and it was a true like it, it was a it was rocket shaped a, a small yeah. hot dog do, well, do like you a mean a regular frank okay well, yes. a, that would be a foot long okay just uh, just a common franklin Vienna? It, was, it would be like so um <laughs> cooked or uncooked <laughs> Hopefully not frozen. A little snap to it when you chew it and you bite into it. But I've never heard that. I've never heard a little hot dog, a small hot dog. I've never heard that. Like you don't well, go to a restaurant and order a small hot dog. You just order a hot dog. Well, or a true, but I, I guess we're not ordering it. But like yeah. when when you go to like specialty restaurants that have the dags, you know they get they, they say they're like half pound or yeah. Or, I, get you. I just mean like a well like a like a coney like a cheat uh, a yeah, skyline or a yeah. gold star size yeah. And, um, so like, um, but yeah, it was huge. And all I could think about is like that could put an eye out. It, it's going to hurt on impact. And I haven't seen him since. I don't, I think they had a short shelf life. I'm going to have to like try to look for a picture later, but yeah. So we're waiting on the rabbit hole. Would you guys <laughs> choose Nintendo? I, I would you? like, I would like to stay in the rabbit hole just for a second because so, I wonder why there's never been a, a special like run at Skyline or Gold Star of a regular size hot dog coney. You think that would be like a yearly doom in the summertime or something? Yeah. You know, they, I mean, did they ever have foot long ones? They have had foot long ones, haven't they? Or, or am I not I, I think it was a limited edition run. It seems like I remember Gold Star, the foot long cheese coney. I, I do think, yeah. And yeah. they've always obviously had the. The I don't know what I wouldn't call a miniature. They are definitely smaller than a a typical Frank length, like a like a Vienna sausage size. They're not that small. No, like Skyline. What what would you? I mean, a Skyline dog is not the same size as a regular pack of cons. No, no, it, it's a petite franc. <laughs> it's a it's it it doesn't have the um. It's not as long as our standard cons hot dog, and it doesn't have the girthage. That, See, I, I was thinking it did have. I was thinking the girth was there, but not the length. I, I think it's like you know either one. It's okay. if someone came oh, in with the wrong part of this show. <laughs> We're talking skyline people in Gold Star and Empress. My... Empress. <laughs> but um, well, but which by the way, if Gold Star or Skyline got wise. They would get into a partnership with cons because whoever would win the game because let, let's face it, both 
hot dogs are kind of subpar in the flavor zone. They're kind of questionable. There's a lot of meat in those things. And if they went and if they went with the cons, it would just win the taste. Like whoever would go there would be the infinite champion. See, and I know this opens up a new can of worms that we, and we've had this debate before, but that's why I am a gold star person over skyline. I, I, the skyline chili and everything else is, is to me similar. It's, but the hot dogs at skyline to me taste watered down. Like, like they're just hot dog. water. (laughs) Well, yeah. Like they just have a bit too much. The ratio dog to hot dog water is a little bit lopsided. I, I usually I usually get chili cheese sandwiches anyway. I don't get the the dag, the but. chili pup. <laughs> Is that what it's I'm, called? I'm, how did we get here? <laughs> this was Nintendo versus Ner- the Nerf gun. I I now I'm seriously trying to think back. How did we get here? How did oh, I get here? I bre- well, I know Brady compared the 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 oh, Nerf yeah. bullet to a to small a, hot dog. Yeah, hot dag. <laughs> but um we we've talked a lot about the guns and everything but like um i know most of the crowd is probably gonna go with the nintendo but like I, as a non-video gamer i'm gonna go with the other one so uh i i think you need other people to get true enjoyment out of the nerf slash water gun yeah true. that is so true i i can I can while my days away alone with the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I say Nintendo. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, I'm going Nintendo all the way. It's not even not even a, a challenge for me. Like I'm not even a. Yeah. All right. Savannah says Nintendo. Maxwell, hello. Maxwell, I was wondering where you were at. <coughs> also says Nintendo. Uh, Savannah tells a story about uh, brother had one of the dark guns when they were kids. One night at the Brown County Speedway he shot one of the drivers <laughs> with it. So was the driver driving when he shot, it, <laughs> shot him with it? Now that would have been that's impressive. Yeah, stuck to his forehead. He, he said he's sweating after his race, so he yeah. was not driving at the time. Which you need sweat. There's the ticket to those things sticking <laughs> in sweat. Yeah, there you go. Sweat, baby. Sweat. Ne- never would have stuck to his forehead before the race. No. Only after. Yeah. All right, looks looks like Nintendo of the right. people voting. Anybody else want to vote? Nerf gun, water gun, those are both the same. Or Nintendo. Maxwell also has a message for Todd. Yes, welcome back, Todd. Oh, thank you, Maxwell. Thank you, buddy. All right, we ready for the next matchup? Yep, let's let's roll. All right, next up we have the again for whatever reason I wrote the seeds, but then I didn't. I didn't when I wrote the winner. I didn't put it. I like straddled the line, so I don't know what seed it was. Uh, Either the fifth or the twelfth seed, bicycle. Bicycle. Versus versus either the fourth or the thirteenth seed. I have tramp written here. I assume that's trampoline. (laughs) (laughs) Well, depends on what age we're talking about. I I like it. So I'll say that two different kinds of fun there. So bicycle, (laughs) bicycle versus trampoline. Um. Oh, jeepers. Um. My my children love the trampoline, but we we discussed their peril last week. Um, had you know one emergency room run, but you could get into those kind of hijinks too with a bike. Everybody's or got their road combine rash. the two. You could take your bike. If you're listening at home, do not try this. But you could take <laughs> your bike 
atop the trampoline. And that would totally be something would have done. So what would you um, do though? Would you ride circles around the trampoline or would you hold onto the bike and try to do bike it? tricks like yeah. BMX tricks? Rad. Gotcha. Rad. Gleam in the cube. <laughs> Glee, clean the cube. <laughs> um, Break into electric boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think I better go bike because I did enjoy my bike a lot as a ute. And I didn't have my own personal tramp, Aline. And um, so I'm going to just, I, I'm going to go bike. Bike. What do you think, Eric? I, I honestly don't know how many times in my life I've been on a trampoline. Yeah, I can and count I, on one hand. My, know, I, my, I, myself. Actually, Todd, <laughs> we were on a trampoline uh, at, at a gathering at our friend Monica's house. Yeah, we, we were, were reenacting WWE Dan, movies. Dan yeah. was there, yeah. Yeah. I Trampolines seem fraught with a possible injury to me at this point in my life, and maybe at any point in my life, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, I've also had my struggles on a bike as well, as I've told the story that I would ride my bike and sometimes my shoestring <laughs> would get wrapped around the, the, the pedal and it would wrap so tight I couldn't move my feet anymore, and I would just fall over. <laughs> you had to do the slow fall and just give in to it. Like, that's, and, that's, and, you needed some of those shoes with the, the Velcro latches. <laughs> <laughs> the nursing home version. <laughs> right. And, and imagine what sort of names I would have been called. You never owned any of those? You never owned any Velcro? Oh, I, oh, I did, and I got called names. So. <laughs> Well, uh, didn't um, we've talked before about kangaroos? Yes. Did, did they have a, a velcro? I'm sure they so. did. I believe so. Um, I, I seem to remember like one. It wasn't like the you know you had a couple different options in the velcro shoe department. You had the nerdiest, which was the three velcro straps. The three, you know what I mean about <laughs> about hot dog width. Three straps going across. Yeah, <laughs> another hot dog use of measurement. <laughs> And then you had the not quite as dorky, but the still pretty dorky two hot dog width straps. <laughs> and then you had the one that was one piece. It was one wide cover piece. Cover. Yeah, it, it kind of which instead of it would be <laughs> exactly yeah. But I seem yeah. to remember kangaroos having those. Bonus points if you had the change pocket in the shoe with the oh, oh, I did, yeah. I can remember yeah. my mom. My mom used to, lunch was a dollar. I think it was a dollar and a dime. And then I remember it going to a dollar and a quarter. But my mom had this really cool way of folding the dollar around the quarter to where it was pretty much the size of the quarter, a little square around the quarter. And it fit perfectly right in, in, a, in, a, in a roux sack. <laughs> a pouch. <laughs> A marsupial. <laughs> marsupial. <laughs> There's one for the isms. Oh, oh. Oh. That's entertainment. <laughs> and we're done. Uh, it's so, not going to get better uh, than that. It's going to better than that. Yeah, marsupial. Yeah, so, that is brilliant. So uh, I, I say all that to say this. Bicycle. Yeah. I, <laughs> Here's the thing about my experiences. I'm like you. I, I only remember a couple times. And here's what I always remember about trampolines. I am never prepared to get on a trampoline. Like, I don't have, like, 
athletic gear on and, and like stretchy pants and like gym. Sh- I, it's always I'm at a get together. I'm dressed pretty decently, like nice jeans, nice shirt, and I end up on the trampoline. So I'm miserable because <laughs> can't fully enjoy yourself. You can't enjoy yourself. You're afraid you're going to tear something up and you work up a sweat. So then you stink the rest of the night <laughs> all from just a little trampoline fun. I've never, I've never been to a party or a get together and ended up on a bicycle, but I have a trampoline a few times. So I'm yeah, going, I'm been, going with bicycle. You've obviously been to the wrong parties. <laughs> exactly. But I, I'd go bicycle anyway. Once the uh, banana was peeled, once the banana seat was, uh, was <laughs> skinned back and I didn't have to deal with that anymore. And I got a real, a real seat. <laughs> Um, you couldn't have a, the thing about my bike, my first bike, it was a pretty cool bike, except for the banana seat. It's like you, it was like they took, it's like whoever, I don't even remember we bought it used and it was like, somebody said, Hey, this bike's getting out of hand. This is, this is too cool. Let's go ahead and slap a 73 inch, uh, uh, seat. two by four for a seat. <laughs> See it, it guys. Um, if you remind me, I will get a picture when I go to my mom's this week. It's still in her basement. I do not have my original bike, which is what you described. It had the red sparkly, you yeah. know, plantain seat. And, um, <laughs> but, um, but I have my first bike that was mine that I picked out and saved money for. And it was a blue and yellow team Murray BMX I, bike. I remember be careful bike. what you wish for because, that seat because it had plastic spokes it didn't have like metal spokes correct correct which was cool but the seat would give you a corn dog anytime you hit (laughs) a bump and uh, i'm not even meaning to go that like i just learned that term a couple years ago i I, are you allowed to say on air or is it something well it's no 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 it's when somebody um when you have a pal in front of you, it's usually a friend that you're wanting to give a good joshing and you raise your knee into their Cossacks. You like kind of like nudge or tailbone. Wow. And I didn't know one of my students a few years ago is like, he's like, he just corn dogged me. And I'm like, what? And why, um, why is that called a corn dog? I have no idea. But I, I can see if you hit somebody in the back ago. of the head with a cattail, calling that a corn dog. <laughs> there he was walking <laughs> by the pond, and Todd corn dogged me with a. <laughs> but um, could but you yeah, imagine but... that? Just you know, <laughs> <laughs> hit you, and yeah, all that crap would fly. <laughs> I just pictured that in my head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, but my but my bike looked super super cool, but I always thought that the um oh crap the pedals were too long, too. the shaft of the pedal, not the part that your foot goes on, like like the the and it was too long and it wasn't comfortable. I pined for the day of my old bike, but I wanted the coolness of the look of the new one. But I, it's still in the basement. Nice. I have to get it out. Well, once I saw Rad, I can no longer ride around the the shiny red banana seat. I had to get something a little cooler. Yeah, and I always red- wanted those pegs on my wheels that the, the BMX guys had. I don't know what I would have done with them, <laughs> but I always wanted them on my wheels. Can't can't Ridge ride the bike, Brady? Um, Ridge does not care to. Randlin is now bike riding, and she enjoys it. Um, she we got the bike out last week, one of those warm days, and um. 
Yeah, it's and like I went all over in my red bike, but my um my my BMX style bike just was not as comfortable, you know. Yeah. So I, Murray, that was a pretty popular name in bikes back in the day. Yeah. But you made me think, Eric. I saw a video here a while back, and I don't know if it's real or not. But what what the video shows is that these guys tricked this this girl into thinking that a cattail is a corn dog. <laughs> and and she bites into it and it literally as soon as she bites it's just like poof, poof, and all, all of the uh all of the 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 cattail innards engulf her face uh all right bicycle or trampoline bike did is you running say? away with it i said bicycle yeah okay uh, savannah says bike miss wilson welcome hey miss wilson bicycle miss wilson Celia, we forgive you. We won't know say, this time. I know Say is going to pick a bicycle, surely. Yeah. Surely I know her well enough to know she will not pick a trampoline. Smith Wilson said her best friend had a tandem bike, hit the road together for many a mile around town. There, there's a lot of trust involved there with a tandem Oh, yeah. Bike. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know, you you two are some of my best friends. I don't think I trust you if I was on no. a tandem bike. I know, I, I know I'd be expecting a corn dogging from <laughs> whoever was sitting in the back seat. Yeah. <laughs> Maxwell's our lone trampoline dissenter. Nikki. Nikki says, says bike. bike. Nikki. And yes, Maxwell's a lone I, tramp. I think it's Over also me. one of those things. I think if you, and Maxwell maybe could back this up, but if you owned a trampoline, and I'm talking like one of the big ones, again, not the, not the ones. A little jogging. Three one. by three, yeah. I think if you owned one, you might be more likely to pick. But if you didn't own, if you never owned one, I can't imagine anyone. I mean, I could be yeah. wrong, but I would imagine some of the fun went out of the trampolines when they put up the the walls. Yeah, you know, you know the thought that you may break your neck at any moment. <laughs> the thrill is gone. <laughs> what they really need on a trampoline is something to close up those gaps where the where the the springs attached to the rim or to the See, base. That was my fear that I would your... jump into that and and my foot would go through and I would be stuck. Yeah, um, and 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 pins injured, groin injured. Um, now <laughs> on ours at home, or ours at home out in the backyard, um the um the caging. Is before that you have to you have to leave the confines of the netting to get in this into the springage. The safety netting, like the yeah. upright safety netting. Yeah. But is the but does it have any terseness to it, or do you just hit the netting and do you just go all the way out? Oh to no, the- it, it it no it 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 will keep you in, especially you know the kid size. No, I'm <laughs> sure I could probably test its limits. Yeah. You know, but even then, I think it would keep me in. Got gotcha. you. So bicycle it is, right? Bicycle it is. Hello, Howard. 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 So Celia says a bicycle is far more practical and an item that most parents could afford. Trampolines were for rich kids. That that is true. That is true. I mean, well, I mean, I don't know now, but when we were younger, it was like a a satellite back in the day. (laughs) I I think I knew one person that had a satellite back when they were the size of a... Back when they were this big? Yeah. When they were the size of a yeah uh, yeah, and we it was our f- friend Doug, right? Yes, right. Well, I know for us, but for you, Todd, was that Did it? Doug have one of the biggins? Oh yeah. Oh yes. Maybe First, I, I'd forgotten about that. I had an I had an aunt and uncle who had one. Um, well, there there were many great things about Doug's satellite <laughs> that I will some of which I will not go into, but one is that you could get the direct feed like from 
a sporting event and when they went to commercial, like you could sit there and listen to the announcers talk back and forth <laughs> to each other. That could be dangerous. De- Devin had a satellite too. Yes. And oh, Celia really? just had, as soon as I said it, Celia put it up there. Devin had a satellite. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Gary says you could be maimed on either a bike or a trampoline, but at least you have a change of scenery with the bike. This that is true. true. That's true. Uh, or you could get maimed by a satellite. Yeah, Dish. that's true. Um, do you still have to tell your insurance that. insurance company, your homeowner's insurance, do they hammer you if you have a trampoline? I don't know. I thought they used to. I have not. I hope no declares are listening. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, if someone gets maimed on your trampoline, you need to drag them over toward the house. <laughs> yeah, I would think that would be no different than a, a scooter or a or a bicycle or a skateboard. Or I mean, I would you know, yeah, it's just it's just a leisure Head or a bowl. set of a set of jarts. Well, <laughs> maybe 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 the insurance uh, questions went away when they put the cages up. That's true. Could be. Could be. All uh, right. Next matchup. In laws had a satellite dish. Yes. Next matchup, we have either the number three or the number 14 seed. I really screwed this up. Game Boy versus the six or the 11 seed. I'm guessing this was the sixth, but Hot Wheels. Oh. Hot Wheels. So Game Boy versus Hot Wheels. We could have just said any handheld game. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. Switch. Yeah. The Game Switch, Boy. Or even, even the ones we talked about last two weeks ago like the little football baseball football game just dots dots or dashes dashes. tandem tandy's fire away is what i had (laughs) from the radio yak um (laughs) but um okay so handheld gain and hot wheels um me personally i'm going hot wheels so (laughs) i i just thought here it is there some is there some ideal age you are in your mind when you think about these things? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's at, funny because at, I think of Game Boy now, but I think of my fun with Hot Wheels as a little kid. But Hot Wheel fun, I think of myself maybe like eight or nine years old, but like a handheld game fun, that would be like teenager sort of thing. Or maybe well, I guess tween. it depends depends on the handheld game, I guess. Like like yeah. the football game you were talking about, or maybe <laughs> I hadn't thought about those in a long time. Those those water, those annoying water games. Yeah, <laughs> you, you play you play that for six months, and you got one finger that's bigger than the rest of the rest of your fingers. Your finger looks like Popeye, when the rest of them look like olive oil. <laughs> look like like Mickey Mouse hand. <laughs> Did you use your finger? I use my thumb. I guess it depended on where the where the plunger was where the some because i remember some of them being more like a trigger like so you so you it would have been my finger but yeah it would have been your some of them were on the top right were the top and yeah yeah yeah. right yeah um but rich has a nintendo switch and it pretty much functions like a tablet it's a multimedia device now i'll tell you what the holy grail a lot of people i'm not even into games too much but like do you remember turbo graphics when it was out Turbo Graphics had a handheld game, which was so far ahead of the time. It was insane back then. But so anyway, I'm going Hot Wheels. I think I'll say Hot Wheels as well. So uh, 
And, and I think we talked about there being a male female component to this as well. I don't know. If, yeah. Uh, females will say Hot Wheels. Of course, I say that. And then Savannah says Savannah Hot Wheels. And Miss yeah. Wilson. Miss Wilson. Hot Wheels. I, I'm going Hot Wheels. Uh, so he <laughs> says Game Boy Tetris. Tetris was a fine game to be so simple, but such oh, a yeah. fine game. Celia also says water games are great. She was a pro. <laughs> That's actually. what happened to your nail, hon. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was your nail accident on a water <laughs> game, right? Popped it right uh, off playing a water uh, game. <laughs> Howard says hot wheels, but keep the track away from parents, especially when you misbehave. Oh. Now was that Howard, was it the hot wheels or was it the, uh, um, the other race, the, the um, matchbox. Huh? No, no, no. I'm talking about the the track, the the like the where you had the triggers. That's how you raced. Oh them. yeah, the slot, slot racers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't think they were called but, slot but, racers, but but, but the, those tracks weren't floppy though. True, the but they can hurt you. Floppy. Yeah, the floppy has probably helped though. This the, the ones the solid with the. I don't know. It's like being hit with a switch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would string about three of those together with a little plastic connectors and run above <laughs> my head. It was a scary sound. Now I asked every year, Dad, if you're listening. <laughs> I I, uh, I asked every year for one of those uh, racetracks, the you know the trigger type, and yeah. uh, never got one. Um, you were to this day. I've never owned one. Huh? You were spared, you were oh, I played them. I, I played them. You had to have a you had to have a good trigger finger. If you just if you just floored it every time, they would shoot right off the end of the track when you run around, went around a curve. But oh oh, you're talking about the electric ones. Yeah, the electrical. Yeah. Oh okay yeah. okay. I thought you meant like the Hot Wheels track ones. No no, powered by a rubber band. Like, the electric ones. I mean those those got like people would like get into those. Like you know they would buy special rubber tires and things to put on them. And yeah. And, uh, okay, now I'm going to go off on a little lupine diversion here but brady you may have had one not todd you may be too young the the evil Neville rocket oh i, you, I didn't have the evil on the Neville thing? rocket but i had the evil Neville um motorcycle <laughs> right yeah you put it on the thing and it went yeah. <laughs> a satisfying sound so is this are you guys just purposely leaving the case silent yes <laughs> yes okay yes, I, I, okay like I was... knight or knife Evil Knievel. Yes, why should it be Knievel? <laughs> that, that defies all rules of the language. Evil Knievel. Well, I guess there's a killer dwarves, so. <laughs> yeah, well, right. Yeah. Evil Knievel and his son, Robbie Knievel. Who just passed away. He just passed he away, did. yeah. yeah. Uh, Howard says, Hot Wheel Flex Track Orange ones. Oh, yeah, I had one of those. Uh, Celia says her brother had two of those tracks, put them together on our ping pong table, and we would have epic races. Are you talking about the Hot Wheel ones or the ones, the electric oh, yeah. ones that the I'm talking about ones. with the rubber wheels? Um, See, and the bonus on the electric ones, the cars had headlights. Oh, some of them. If you're yeah. a fancy. Yeah, if you're a fan. Well, you'd be yeah, rich it, kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember when they started advertising the one that went up walls. Remember that? <laughs> it, it was oh, yeah. like it, it, it literally went. You could somehow build it, and it would go like one end of the track would have a, a corner up the wall. Yeah, I think there was like magnetism involved there. Witchcraft, <laughs> sorcery, sorcery, sorcery. Uh, Howard says, "Evil, evil, and his arch nemesis, awful, awful." <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 no, 
That's tickle my funny bone. I took a I took a moment there. That was, <laughs> I, I was a slow onset laugh. Yes. <laughs> All right, I, uh, I believe Hot Wheels. Yes. Yeah. Carried Hot Wheels. <laughs> so would the the female action figure be K N I C E K N A N C Y? Nice Nancy. <laughs> 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 all right sorry all right this is a tough one this next one this is the final uh matchup of this round um wiffles ball versus legos <sighs> okay again i'll say it just like i said about the uh the nerf gun versus the nintendo i mean you got to have more than one person to get full enjoyment of the wiffle ball. I love wiffle ball. Love it. But I don't know. I, I may have to go with the Legos. I need to give out a shout to Mike Nab, who does not listen to us live, but he listens to us on Memorex. See, he Mike's got me. it right. My, yeah. It's not Mike Canab. It's Mike. There you Nab. go. There you go. Yeah. I didn't even mean to do that. And, um, but he, I saw him in the parking lot going into work and he's like, I was listening to your wiffle ball chat and we spent, I spent five minutes in the parking lot talking about wiffle ball. And so like, it's good to know that we matriculate out. So you literally didn't mean to make that connection to the, the nab with Total the silent coin K? Wow. Yeah. Total coincidence. Serendipitous. Yes. For listeners out there who might not know who we're talking about, the, the name is spelled K K N A B A B B and the yeah in the in the K is silent so that tied right in there I can't there can't, you go it was pretty impressive yes uh, Mike was also in the same wiffle ball circuit as me and Brady were <laughs> we were in the we were in the Sardinia Pro leagues <laughs> yes we were like the Schmo he, leagues in, in the early and mid eighties yes he um like no Eric was a free agent between both but Mike played in the urban division and I played in the suburban division. <laughs> So this this is bringing back memories of I know I've shared this with you guys and the podcast audience, but the you guys are making me think of me and Matt Dyer and Kevin Pickerel's all star team in school, our all star basketball team in school. <laughs> Gus Gus Beam was my power forward. Well, uh, and behind <laughs> Gus Beam's funeral home was the but, World Series of Wiffle Ball that, Court. That, that was the Fenway Park Wrigley Field of Wiffle Ball. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because you had the green monster, and then you had the short porch where it would go over the cast iron fence. Right. And you had yeah. trees all above. So you hit up in the trees, yeah. and you have to angle yourself to where you could get it coming out of the branches. It's and Mike was saying, hey, said, remember, part. if you foul it over the fence, it was an automatic three outs because you had to go oh, get yeah. it. I don't remember oh, that. Yeah. Into the cow pasture. Yep. <laughs> Not good. Come back with a, a whiffle full of cow patty. <laughs> a cow flop. <laughs> <laughs> so, Legos. Legos. You're going Legos. Okay. Legos. Because uh, again, you need a mo more than yeah. one person. That's true. Enjoy I'm, Legos anytime. I'm going wiffle ball. Um, because you're it, it doesn't I'm not discounting what you said because you're exactly right. You have to you have to have a partner. But I mentioned this in the last episode. You could play a mean game of wiffle ball with one more person. One on one wiffle yeah. ball was pretty right. fun, um, and I and I often had. I mean, I was very very blessed. I often had someone to play with, uh, cousins Cousin, and things like cousin, that. Yeah. And uh, so, 
I spent way more time playing wiffle ball than I than I or playing with my cousins, other you know, wiffle ball, basketball, whatever, than I did playing alone. And I don't ever even remember owning Legos. Yeah. So hey. and I so if dad, if you're listening, maybe I'm, well, he wouldn't remember. But uh, no, uh, I never had. I never owned Legos that I remember. And if I if I did, they would have been like some sort of um, knockoff. Well, not maybe not a knockoff, but just. I don't remember even having like the big fancy sets and stuff when I was a kid, like oh. the movie themed sets and the Mm-mm. things like that when I was a kid. So I, mean, I didn't I'm even my- have Legos. I had lock blocks. Okay. And they were the same thing, except they were all red and white with an occasional blue. Now I had and, Lincoln logs. Yeah. I remember in first grade, somebody dumped the Lincoln logs out and there was a small snake that came out of them. Are you kidding? No, it, I'm not. It wasn't a, a Lincoln snake. It was real. It was, it was real. It was real. So what was your yeah. favorite log in the Lincoln? What was your favorite piece in the Lincoln log kit? I think mine. I like making the roofs <laughs> where, where, where you get the trusses and the green things. And the, you get plastic like things. No, mine were actually wood, like paint stirs, almost painted green. Oh yeah. They, I, 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 green sticks. The, um, the flat. Oh, they were fl- oh, oh, the, the, the truss was, plastic. they were red, weren't they? Yes, they were red. Yes. I, I liked the, I mean, you had your, well, I hate to keep going back to this, but you had your hot dog length <laughs> uh, logs. You had your Vienna sausage length dogs. Yeah. And then you had your, I would call it between a regular length and a foot long length yeah, dog. Yeah, a mid length. But my favorite was the, either the hot dog length for the next size up, where half of it, if it were laying on, on its, it was flat on one side and then oh, the other side was rotund on the other. Yeah. It, it was, it was like a, uh, it was a, it was a trick. It was a, it was a, yeah. Yeah. A feat of engineering. It was. Yeah. I'm not sure what those were for. I guess those were to, in case you wanted to link the logs and then have a flat surface right before you put your rubs yeah. on. Roots. You know what we're talking about, Eric? Do you remember the flat? Yeah. Yeah. One side? Yeah. 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 Uh, they they could inflict some pain on you too. Yeah, as, especially if you stepped on one of those nugget sized ones. Well, that's or true. Someone, or or someone is poking you in the shoulder with them or something. <laughs> well, that's Bra- true. Everybody Brady will know what I, to which what I refer. Yes, when you're like a kindergartner. Yes. People talk about stepping on Legos being painful, but I would say a Lincoln log could be just as painful. And then it's round, so you could do like the old logger in the water thing. You could you could fall and bust your anus. Well, that, and you could also, if if your toes were just the right girth, you could damn near get a toe cut in between the cutouts of the log, and then you have it stuck to your toe. Ooh, ah, true, true that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, let's see. Howard says wiffle ball hated Legos. Savannah says Legos. Miss Wilson says Legos. And she says wiffle ball with cow patty parts. <laughs> nice. Wiffle ball. <laughs> French. So see what he says. Skyline link dogs would be the middle size logs. Skyline. Yeah. Yeah. But you had the, then you had, I thought you had two sizes above that, but maybe you didn't. There was the, the middle log. And then a good size one, then the mid size, then the wee ones. Had the wee ones. And even the wee ones, didn't they have so if we're counting the slots, the cutouts, I think they had two cutout ones, one yeah. cutout ones. Kind of like the size of a of a combo. Yeah. It was one cutout. Yeah. And then yeah. I can't remember what it went up to though. Maybe four cutouts, three yeah. five. 
we could probably look that information up if we really wanted to know. So, yeah, I think Legos wins here. Uh, Legos. Really? Brady Brady never did vote. I have my fondest memories of playing wiffle ball, but I can. I still play with my kids Legos, so I'm going to have to go Legos. Gotcha. Legos it is. Yeah. So we had 11 people in the room. Yeah. So hope hope some people vote here. Always, always like to hear your opinions or see your opinions as the case may be. Todd, continue. Well, uh, we only have uh, two. We have a final four. It's the All final right. four. Uh, we have Nintendo versus Bike. Bike. As Brady <laughs> moistens his palate with a... I haven't been able to find him. I finally did. You come back to part, the show and all of a sudden juice boxes are back available. I think part of the reason why they crack cracks me up is because you you got the giant, giant hands and fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, have you ever seen that those photographs of Andre the Giant holding a, a, a normal size can of beer? <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm just slow on the uptake. And tonight. banana hands. <laughs> banana hands. Uh, all right. It uh, looks like uh, bike. I say bike. Todd, did you say something? I haven't voted yet. Oh. Let me take other people's votes off then. Not to uh, oh, that, keep you I, from. I'm going Nintendo. Nintendo. Because okay. obviously the original Nintendo was my first my first game system. Um, but I think of all the years of fun we had at you, me, Doug, whoever else was around playing like the GameCube, uh, yeah. getting into the, the Mario parties, right. Uh, um, NBA yams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess what I'm saying is the Nintendo, I was, pl- I was, we were still playing Nintendo long after I stopped riding a bicycle. I, I got you there. I got you. Yeah. True. It looks like bike is going to carry the boat right so away with it. Bike. Miss Wilson says bike. Howard says bike. Savannah says bike. Bike it is. John Brown says Nintendo. Bike it is. All right. Our other matchup. Hot Wheels versus Leg O's. Not easy, Legos. boys. That's why. That's why we make the big bucks. This is hard stuff, right here. This is. I'm going to go Legos because a Hot Wheel, as fun as it was, was a car. It it it, it centers around something or someone riding in a car. A Lego is freeing. You can make a car with a Lego. You can make a duck's butt with a Lego. Wherever <laughs> your mind is taking you. So. <clears throat> I I like that reasoning, yeah. So much, so much that I think I'll go along with it. Um, yes. and as much as I loved my Hot Wheels as a Ute, and I talked in the last episode about me making Dukes of Hazard dirt roads in my flower beds beside the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Legos are give you mu- much more possibility as, as far as your creations. 
Tyler I'm puts going, it up again early. Go ahead. I'm going Hot Wheels. Uh, only because I mentioned that I, I didn't play with Legos a whole lot and I had a field day with, with Hot Wheels. I think I told you I would I would destroy them with hammers and set my own little junkyard up. Uh, Attempt to destroy them with hammers, right? Yeah. Exactly. yeah. You couldn't now, destroy them. You're no, a matchbox, if you, hit, if you hit a matchbox with a hammer, it would shoot across to my Aunt Diane's house. <laughs> I mean, oh, then you would take a piece of shrapnel and a jugular. Yeah, yeah, but no, I. That was the cool thing. I think that's the cool thing about Hot Wheels and how and their strength because you. It wasn't like you popped them with a hammer and they were done. As you could pop them with a the hammer, you could do you could do incremental damage. You know what I mean? Like you could have some that were in a wreck and have like just the fender bent, and then eventually <laughs> you, you, the damage the road could, rage playset. Yeah. Now, Matchbox on the other hand were British garbage. Yes. Crap. Crap. Rubbish. Rubbish. Yes. That's a good British word. All right. So Brady and I said Legos. Todd said Hot Wheels. See what you said? Legos. Miss Wilson says Legos. There's four votes for Legos. And y'all are some Lego playing fools back in the day. Howard says Hot Wheels. So two for Hot Wheels. Savannah says Hots. Hots. (laughs) (laughs) Three votes for Hot Wheels. Uh, and see what he says. Amen, Brady. Which I so say it the shepherd. So say it the flock. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, got Hot Wheels wins. Two reference. Or, I mean, Legos wins. <laughs> Reverend Bubba Flavio. Pay the now. All right, continue. Are we ready for the championship? Yes, we are. All right, we have bike sickle versus. Legos. Hmm. Why are Legos called Legos? They're Danish, so I'm sure it's something. They were they were Scandinavian in design, so I'm sure gotcha. it could be looked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. laughing at Celia's comment. Le- okay, uh, Lego. The name Lego is an abbreviation of the two Danish words leg goat G-O-D-T, meaning play well. Legot. Lego. <laughs> you shouldn't wash in washing Lego. Let's see, Legos or bike? Bike. I say bike. Yes. Bike. I say bike. Main mode of transportation as a Ute. I say bike. Till I got the moped and age. Age fourteen. <laughs> moped and age. Moped and age. <laughs> he was a moped and fool. I was all over Brown County. With his puke. <laughs> yes, my puke. My green puke. The moped was green? Yes, it was. It was that vehement green, yes, like that exorcist barf green. So, did you? Uh, was this moped? Was it? Was it your? Was like a like a hit? Was it yours? Like, was it something like maybe your older brother had, and then it? it no, was it, my my dad bought it for me. Okay, he procured it somehow. You're not making this up. Wasn't it Swedish? Why would you drive a Swedish piece of like that for? <laughs> uh. Sob, it's a safe car. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, puke was, uh, I don't know if it was Swedish, it was some sort of Scandinavian, I think. I'll look it up. 
maybe hollandaise <laughs> uh yes bike 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 stands for maurice pedro maurice pedro moped <laughs> todd did you you said bike right i did say bike yeah brady you said bike i said bike three bikes bike four bikes, four bikes. savannah five bikes Howard, because the ultimate freedom, you could go anywhere. Miss Wilson says, bike. Dennis, welcome. He says, it bike. Is. It's like bike, bike and sweep. Sweep. Who would have thunk it that a bike would take the entire tournament? I would not have guessed it. I wouldn't right. have either. Brady, would have you guessed it? I would not have guessed it. I That, that would have been, if it were up to me and mine, action figures <laughs> would have been mine. My- yeah, I'm surprised action figures wasn't, or maybe it was. I think it was one one of them that got beaten. Yeah, it got beat. I was outvoted. Brady is by but. far the most uh, keen to action figures of the three. I don't know. Todd's right up there too. Yeah, I had a. I prided myself on owning every Masters of the Universe uh, figure, and, um, including Stinkor and Fisto. Stinkor, Fistor. <laughs> Uh, Mossman, Ram Man, <laughs> yeah, Ramy faces, <laughs> Orko, oh, Ork. don't Prince. Get on him. I remember Prince Adam. My Prince Adam, I left in the yard, and my dad ran over it with a mower, and it like perfectly sheared his foot off at the ankle. <laughs> that was the only damage done. So then he was just he was just Prince Adam without without a foot for the rest of my days of playing with them. Yes, uh, Celia, you did miss the Barbie dream house. My sister's Barbie house. G.I. Joe would make a visit there when he was on shore leave. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm teasing. (laughs) (laughs) And then Ken came in. (laughs) G.I. No, you don't. (laughs) Now you know, buddy, and no one's half the battle. But, oh man <laughs> okay looking at our website which I'm going to have to go and they, they did an update on the software so now it 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 looks strange I see it's I don't know what's going on with that but that's our website playbyyearpodcast.com and this is the store page. So if you scroll down, there should be a picture of a T-shirt here. But yeah, there there is a link which you can click to order a T-shirt if you like. It will take you to buy or me a coffee. Or just slip into our DMs. I'm carrying them around in my trunk. There you go. Message us on Facebook. Brady can get you a shirt. But there are the shirts. $20. Softest <laughs> shirt you ever wore. Guaranteed. All right. Brady? Yes. You're up. Okay. So I'm moving into an unfamiliar, slightly unfamiliar role that I I am doing a topic that Todd would usually be wielding, and it's a food topic. Here, here. And um, what inspired me was an item, and and this is what stinks, because whatever the item was, 
when I looked at it, it did not strike my fancy and it got me to think in a bad special edition. So, and I'm really, this comes from the recipe.com and this is called McVamit, the worst menu items at these 20 fast food restaurants. Imagine Brady thinking a food item was not edible. No, no, number, no, no. One, number one, the quarter pounder. Number two, <laughs> fries. Number three, fish sandwich. Number four, normal foods. Hey, I love quarter pounder with cheese. I love french fries. I, I, know. I just don't like condiments. <laughs> condiments. So, okay. Um, And I love the description. We couldn't find the exact nutritional facts on these rare items, but they're proud. That's probably because Satan bought the rights to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so from recipe.com, these the McVomit, the worst menu items at these 20 restaurants. So the first one is the pizza hut cheeseburger stuffed crust pizza. Like there was burger in the crust. <laughs> Burger. Yes, th th this comes. This comes. Um, hey, Eric, what I'm going to do is, um, can I text you the link so you could pull up the pictures? Um, in case it becomes almost, necessary, we almost need pictures. Yeah. yeah. Now this one comes from the what? UK. UK. I was going to say I don't remember that being over here, and and we are stuffed crust fans in the Griffin family. Check it out. It almost looks floral by design. That looks tasty to me. I yeah. Um, so um I, I'm gonna read what this site says. In the promotional photos, the Pizza Hut's cheeseburger stuffed crust pizza looks good. It also looks kind of strange and alien-like, but it seems tasty. In promos, there's always gonna be lots of color. However, when you see the actual one in real life, your appetite may disappear. It just doesn't look good. It's gray cheeseburger patties and overdone. It just doesn't look like the picture. And it just become, it becomes gross. So you have to eat through the cruddy burger just to get to the pizza. You just you just lob it off. Well, yeah, that's what I would think. Lob yeah. it off. Uh, the, uh, I was going to say, I don't remember that, but now we did have the very short-lived uh, hot dog crust pizza. Oh yeah. Ooh. Uh Pizza like, Hut had it had like it had well again we keep going back to the, the <laughs> hot dog as a measurement, but it had about I would say about the, the length of a Vienna sausage. Kind of like a mini corn dog. Okay. But it was and, pizza and crust wrapped. It was pizza crust wrapped around the outer edge of the I thought it was good. And you got served it got it came with mustard to dip it in. So you would just break you off a, a hunk of hot dog crust. It was basically like a bunch of pigs in blankets. That, that's why it's like. With, with no cheese in it. Well, yeah. it might have had the regular. I don't know if it had the cheese or not, but I, I actually liked it, but it didn't last long. Yeah. That, that, and that sounds like an expensive item for them to make. It does. Yeah. There better be a payoff. Um. So the next on the list is Wendy's Triple Quad Baconator. Now, it's things that we like, but it's just too much. It's just too much. Oh, there's the picture. See, that looks yeah. really good in the picture. Okay, I see. It's like a little slider. See, what I was expecting it to be was inside the crust, 
there there was like a rim of meats just meat that could still yeah. be raw yeah yeah See, that looks good right there though but i can understand things like not you know not looking like that when you when oh you yeah bought it that could go poorly that looks like a difficult item to make here here's what you do <laughs> you trim around the you trim around the 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 circle the circular part <laughs> you cut two of them off and you slap it together and you make yourself a double burger and you have a top and bottom bun <laughs> and then finish it off with a slice of pizza yeah Man. Or you take the burger and just chop it up on the pizza, onto the pizza. Yeah, interesting. So I would try it. See, he I've says that sounds messy. I did like the Pizza Hut pizza with the hot dogs. They put some odd stuff on pizza in the UK. I went to Pizza Hut in the UK. I remember the Super Supreme having gearn on, <laughs> on it. I don't want. I don't want corn on, near my pizza. <laughs> I like corn, but I don't want it on my pizza. Well, it's like that, Shepherd's Pizza. That that is true. I was in London in 1996, and pizza in the UK is not the same as pizza here. That that almost seems like an accident, see. Are you sure it was it like was it covered in corn or was it just like three or four kernels over sprinkled over <laughs> in the corner of the pizza? Covered, slabbered, smothered, <laughs> covered. Because that sounds like some. Although I don't know why they would have corn in a Pizza Hut to begin with. Well, New York's in New York. New York City chili has garen in it. Garen better than celeries. Yeah, but <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest with you. I can make an argument that if it's got corn in it, it's damn near vegetable soup. <laughs> yeah. This is That's true. my point. I'm not. I'm not chili saying. Soup. I'm not saying soup. that it didn't taste okay, but it ain't chili. So, all right. Um, let's go back to that triple quad baconator. We're not gonna doubt that the lovers of meaty goodness will love this monstrosity, but Wendy's is known for having better than average fresh patties. Um. This burger will just melt your organs. Um, a triple baconator contains 1,330 calories, 38 grams of saturated fat, 345 milligrams of cholesterol, 3,150 milligrams of sodium, and 11 grams of sugar. It's that. truly death on... Oh, my gosh. Let's see it. <laughs> you, you'd have it, to deconstruct that to eat it. Oh, oh yeah. There's no way. You, you would have to be like... A member of the um the snake family had to detach detach her lower mandible, yeah, and just like, uh, yeah, to get that down. Yeah, what you do right there is you show up at Wendy's <laughs> with a couple slices of bread in your purse or your uh, whatever you're wearing that where you could sneak bread into there your your uh, fanny pack, <laughs> and you can make yourself almost three burgers from that. You could. So in that re in that reality, it'd be a cheap way to feed the family and not that many calories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's always an upside, but yeah, I think that would. I mean, all I can imagine is me eating that pre gallbladder, <laughs> and I would not be here speaking today. I would have been dead. <laughs> it would have slain me. You know, in reality, though, that's that's probably not too far off some of the other burgers as far as calorie counts. You know, like the yeah. Wendy's has that new um. Uh, I actually had one. I had the chicken sandwich and the, the burger a couple months back. It's, it has the um, it has just a fried mozzarella puck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The mozzarella and chicken it, oh, amazing. They're great, but they I think they have like a le over a thousand calories. This the sandwich does on that, so it is delicious. But if you have one of those and some fruit, <laughs> not a bad day. So Gary has three words. Sign me up. Yes, there you go. 
Well, <laughs> Gary is probably familiar. Gary, have you ever been to uh, to Rod's and had a Rod Burger? Uh, I know Sayan knows what a Rod Burger is, and, and a Rod Burger. Um, you just all I can say is if you've never been to Rod's, you just and I don't even remember. It's not the full name. I think it's it has the word Capricorn. Roderick's. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> but anyway, it it's not the it's not the the stack. It's not, but it's a regular size bun. But then the patty is about the size of a frisbee. <laughs> so, so you have over. Yeah, had a Rod's burger, and so you have enough meat around the burger where once again you could take in a, a, a loaf of bread and cut right. enough meat around it to. Yeah, there we go. That's what Ross I was trying. Capricorn. Ro- well, Rod's Rod's Capricornian. Rod's, Rod's. But Brady, do you remember the first time we got the fish sandwich at uh, Butterbee's <laughs> when, when they first opened? <laughs> and we literally, we we literally, and you know, you know, Brady, we're we're polite, we're not rude to anyone yes. when it comes, but we literally laughed in the face of the waitress that brought it because. <laughs> We thought it was. We thought we were on some sort of practical joke show. It, it was a bun, like a normal size bun. Well, it was. Like it was three the oval. Foot long grass carp. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was like it was like taking two crackers and putting it on a cow and calling it a sandwich. <laughs> yes, they they brought those things out to us, and I, I mean, I I kid you not, I guarantee you, each fish piece for both of us it was probably I would say a foot long easily. Wouldn't you say, Brady, the length yeah. of those well, fish pieces? I don't I don't eat fist, but like I thought you got you know, it too. No, no, no. We no, both no, got because yours would have fed a family. <laughs> yeah. um, you know. I, I remember wrong that yeah. So I ordered it and there was every bit there was I want to say there was seven to eight inches of fish hanging over all sides of the bun. And I'm not kidding. Would you say that was about a pound of fist? Easily. Easily. But see, they had just opened, and I, I've been to other places when they first opened. They don't have the portions down, like as far as what they need to be to make them cost effective. Like you needed a gaff hook to get it on the table, yeah, and a tuna like, bat to get it, it looked, like beat down. Looked like a, just a flounder just laying there yeah. on the bun. It's huge. Pound oh harish. Pound but anyway, carp. if you're listening out there, support local and check out Rod's Rod's Capricorn Inn and get a Rod Burger and take a Where knife and some extra bread. Gary could probably tell you where it is. Right. I, 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 yeah. Gary Cincinnati says Danny pack, Danny pack bread, just the amount you need. <laughs> okay. Um. Now this next one, I don't know, guys. This makes me queeze a little bit. Tim Hortons, their Buffalo Crunch Donut. Tim Hortons, the way to buy donuts. I don't like when donuts are used in any kind of food that's not sweet. I don't like a donut burger. I don't want a donut touching anything that's not sweet. Agreed. Have we really strayed so far from God? How can anybody look at this disgusting meal from Tim Horns and think, oh boy, that's just what I wanted. Buffalo sauce flavored donuts. Yeah. yeah. So is it? Is it just, is that what it is? It's just a donut with fried and then dipped in. And you, well, and you know what else I could go for? Buffalo sauce lava pit surrounded by donuts and mashed up chips with two soul baby tortilla chips there for no reason. Yeah. I thought those were pickle spears. Nope, those are two little strips of tortilla. Yeah, they're like Frida's. Yeah, that's. I mean, Brady, if I were, if you were to just send me a picture of that, my first instinct would think it's something caramel. Yeah, caramel. It looks like a caramel apple fritter. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I would say it looks good until and I found out what it is. 
Yes. I don't like buffalo sauce anyway. I like barbecue sauce. So this isn't me being on my high horse about condiments, but buffalo sauce, because it's kind of got a vinegar, it's low on my, it's way, I won't, I don't like it. So now that, that looks based on the finger holding that plate, that thing looks tiny. It might very well be because it's going to be one, it's donut size. It's not a plate. Yes. So, I'd say it's just a donut size, but it's, you know, buffalo yeah. sauce flavored and it's got that, like they said, sauce lava in the middle of it. Size yeah. of your average ordinary duff nut. But I was thinking that each one of those rounds was a was a full size donut, but it looks like they just made miniature rounds and put them together to make a yeah full size nut. Look, I, I, <laughs> I give <laughs> I give that a thumbs down. I don't oh, think no. I would even Hey Doug H. Nut. <laughs> 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 Charisma. Do you guys Charisma. remember my uh, my name tag for the one for the one get together at Doug's and it was uh my my name because my video game was always MC Nuts back then and uh, and whoever wrote it on the tag wrote it too close together and everybody was calling me making nuts all night. <laughs> That's kind of like um our friend Wesley and that was when Wes- Wesley Snipes was popular, but he was trying to write the snipester and it looked like snipester. <laughs> oh, anyway. Oh, the good old days. So the next one on the list is my favorite burger joint, In and Out. The In and Out four by four. This big boy technically isn't part of In and Out's everyday menu, but it is part of their not so secret menu. With the mustard grilled burger and animal style fries. So just ooh. Mustard yeah, mustard grilled burger. The composition of this heart killer is simple. It's four beef patties, four slices of cheese, and few pathetic slices of lettuce and tomato with sauce. It's exceptionally greasy and not unlike Hardy's monster burger. But it has um two hundred and thirty-five milligrams of cholesterol. Oh, see now that looks good. So I, I I think I missed it here. I was looking at a text, but like so the what is the sauce? Um, I, I don't know about it's a mustard sauce, which I would say nay. It's like, it's like some McDonald's secret sauce. Yeah, yeah. I, it, which always Thousand has that, Islands, which always has that color of some sawdust sprinkled vomit. <laughs> well, <laughs> aka that, Thousand Islands, aka on a Big Mac, which means I will not come within ten miles of. <laughs> Yeah, I I gotta say though, Brady, that doesn't. There's nothing mustardy about that. I like mustard a lot, but there's nothing mustardy. Well, I was just reading what they kind of said. Did it say I a mustard that, fried? Mustard fried is well. They, well, I think they were saying that's on the secret menu, but I can guarantee you that wrapped in that paper burger holder that they're famous for. Oh my gosh, that that is, that is a wonderful burger. Yeah, I would just get it without. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what the sauce is, but I do see shards in there of something pickle or. So yeah, I, I I don't know how the thought of Thousand Island dressing could be made worse. And <laughs> Gary asked the question: Is that tuna salad? <laughs> oh God! Out? I like me some tuna salad, but I yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I forgot who I'm dealing with. Tuna spread. How's that? You, I forgot it's not a salad if it's not if it's not leafy veggies. It is not. Uh, <laughs> Tuna okay. 
Speaking of sea creatures, Spr- spread makes it sound worse. <laughs> That's what happens when it hits the floor after you yak. Anyway, um, so number sixteen, the next one list is the McDonald's lobster roll. I've heard lobster of these. Crawl. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're not talking sushi here, but it's a lobster roll that's grilled on a hot dog sized bun filled to the brim with soft hot savory dog size. See, there we go <laughs> with lobster meats and either butter or mayonnaise. Ooh, it's May- truly a treat. And McDonald's thought they could make it better. They could not. Why bother spending $9 on a lobster dish that tastes like it was caught a couple of weeks ago? Um, <laughs> so I'm sure that freshness, I, uh, I'm not a seafood person, okay? But I do know that uh, when when you say, I think it's called Augustino lobster. It's a type, which basically is like a ghetto lobster. It, it's more like a crayfish. A ghetto lobster. Now, if that were crab, then we'd be in business. Grab. The big <laughs> crab? Is that what you said? <laughs> Grab. Grab. <laughs> uh, but um, no, that does not. I'm not going to. I'm not a seafood guy, but I would not touch that. I file that under the category right beside gas station sushi. I think that would be <laughs> that would be a gamble. But if you were to order that at like a high end uh, restaurant. Of some sort. I don't think yeah. that would be that bad. But yeah, at, at McDonald's, no, no. Gary says, I'm Mick out. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Um, on to the next one. A Little Caesars bacon wrapped pizza. Oh, they, they had this. I'm, I remember this. What? Yeah. A year or two ago. Yeah. Um, so try to eat this opt for a knife and fork. Do not try even attempt it by hand. But thirty six hundred calories and one hundred eighty four grams of fat. Um, the picture is not showing up on mine, so um, I would like to know what this looks like. But if I remember right; it looks kind of like a. No, I'm not going to say. I'll just wait. Eric will find it. But it's um, here. it's here. It's here. Um. Oh, okay. That that that's just like bacon guardrails. That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> bacon bumpers. Yeah, those are bacon bumpers. Yeah, there's nothing um, wrong with that. It's almost like a bacon nah. handle. It's just probably high in fat content, but there's nothing unpleasant about that. I was going to say, you take that same bacon and lay it across the top, and people will be thinking it was great. Oh yeah, and, and Brady's yeah. having that pizza and eating none of the bacon. I just want to say, the handles <laughs> on the handle. No, no, I'm going to eat that with a knife, a knife and fork. <laughs> What? <laughs> Sacrilege. Well, no. Well, they just said don't try to eat it with your hands. Well, I got to admit, I, I whenever I eat pizza, say I'll tell you this too. I like, I will get my pizza on my plate and I take a fork with me and I take the first couple bites with a fork and then I get tired of fooling with it and I just eat with my hands every well, single no, time. I, I just think that would be difficult to keep together. I pick that up and it's going to be kind of greasy too because that bacon bumper is going to get all over your hands. I wonder if there's bacon neath it as well. I wonder, but but I could definitely say, but no, I as of all of them on the list, excuse me, up, up again okay and neath it. What was that? Up again and neath it. See, <laughs> yes, here's what they need on that they need to put some mayo, slather some oh, mayo around the outer edge to make a, BL, a BLT pizza. 
No, I won't even get in the restaurant. The the, the restaurant, I'm going to walk right by it if I see any. Uh, no, no, no. Do you like BLTs, Brady? Is that like your eighth one of those things tonight? No, I just, I just like a B. Is it, I don't really? really care for the lettuce and tomato. Yeah, have gotcha. you gone through the whole case of high I was going to say, if you're still milking that same one, man. <laughs> I am. Um, self-control right there. It is. So, so, so unsatisfying. <laughs> Speak for your own I mean, self. It's like the pudding I, I, snack packs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Pudding shot. Then it's gone. Now, so, when we were kids and you had the pudding, I mean, you could injure yourself trying to get the lid off. Oh, yeah. Well, not only that, but you, you injure yourself kissing inside that tiny thing, and there's a nice amount of pudding that's unreasonable, so you have to kind of tongue punch the, the pudding <laughs> tub to try, to try to get it out of there. And then you end up cutting your tongue on the plastic. There would be quite right. a there would be quite a bit of pudding on the on the lid too on the foiled yeah. lid. No, yeah. I wasn't talking foil. I was talking when they were metal, Brady. Oh, when they were good metal. Gosh, you're going old like school. You could you could literally like murder Sever somebody. Artery that what was metal? The the dish or the covering? The, the, the no the the whole pudding cup and covering. Oh, like it was like, like, a, like the Del Monte like pull tab. On it was like a can of Vienna sausages, but with pudding. yeah, 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 right. or like right. um. When you used to get the uh, ten um, like a uh, pizzas or fruit salad, and it would go in your lunch, and it was like that hot, but it, but it was metal, like yeah. a cat food can, but slightly different dimensions. I do remember it, that now. Yeah, it, it's amazing that elementary school children didn't injure themselves more so. They probably oh. did. That's probably why they went to the newer kind. Yeah, but here's the thing. I I. Wonder why they could never figure out a way to get me a nice coat of pudding skin on top of the of the of the, the puddings. <laughs> I would think they could they could do that. I guarantee uh, wherever they manufacture yeah. that pudding, there was a, a giant. You, you are uh, the only one I know that likes the pudding exoskeleton. <laughs> I love pudding skin. The epidermis. <laughs> um. Yeah. Because like, oh god, it, it, you know, and I'm not even going to say it tastes bad, but after the the elementary cooks, you know, if you were the first one through the line. And it had been sitting there, and your class was the first one to arrive there. That serving spoon would hit that and balance before it cut through that <laughs> epidermis. And then, you know, the good, the good pudding, the gooding would come up through the wound. <laughs> the gooding. <laughs> so it would come up to the slice. Well, see, but anyway, I remember, I think the reason I think so fondly of the pudding skin is I remember mom making pudding at home, like, like in a in a saucer in a you know on the on the stove and it it had a nice skin over it and it was still warm <laughs> i i just i just have this vision of todd like peeling that pudding skin off the like the and cutting eyes in it you know like like buffalo bill like ah pudding skin sounds like it would have been like huckleberry finn uh, friend or something it's like some, See, now i was the some opposite. kid on the street I was the opposite. My mom would make that pudding and put it in the fridge. And I'm thinking, why can't she make it like is in the pudding cup? And it doesn't have this film on it. Got a skinner back. So nobody in your family liked the skin? <laughs> I didn't like the skin. We never had the do you like the skin discussion amongst the family. But here's the thing though. Or do you do you guys not like the skin because you were you it tasted good. It tasted fine. It was visually unappealing. It was just a darker, a little darker hue than the rest it, of the pudding. It, 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 it had a weird texture to it. Yeah, it did. Couldn't it do did. it. Is anybody still listening? Did, did, did anybody <laughs> out there like pudding skin? 
Yeah, we, we got 10 people in the room. Any, Chime maybe in. 10 people like the pudding they're, skin. They're all probably firmly entrenched in a bucket right now, gagging <laughs> it without a pudding skin. First off, <laughs> you almost Gary. had to chew it. Oh, that would be awesome, Gary. <laughs> pudding skin roll-ups. <laughs> oh. Anyway, now this next one, I remember, I never partook because it was just ooh. But the KFC Double Down. This sandwich is perfect dish for those who want to cheat on their keto. So basically, it instead of breads, it was two fried chicken fillets. And, I remember this. Yeah, and what and did you was, just say? Cheeto your keto? What? Cheeto your keto. Oh, I thought you said for those of you that want to cheeto your keto. I'm like, what? cheat on your keto, <laughs> but cheeto the ke- cheeto. Yeah, that'd be, that's a good cheat name. on your keto. Okay, I see what you're saying yeah. now. So that looks like a little bit of bacon and some cheese and some barbecue sauce. Um, th- that's just silly and excessive. And let's get, uh, in theory, it's okay. But I'm going to go back to the pudding wrapped um, pizza. I'm, I'm going to have to handle that. <laughs> pudding wrapped pizza. Oh, I'm sorry. Bacon wrapped. Sorry. Bacon wrapped pizza. Pudding pizza. Pudding pizza. No, um, but no, the bacon wrapped pizza where. Everything about it's good, except to try to have to handle it. And if you have to like grease coat your hands while eating that, if it falls, if it falls out of the little sleeve, you know, I don't know that that that's just difficult to eat. Now, what they need to do to that is put a grilled chicken uh, piece in the middle of the two fried chicken pieces. <laughs> just to be healthy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, Brady. I don't have a problem with this. I never did have one. No. But I tell you what I did have uh, at uh, Taco Bell here recently. They had something that was sim- – it had chicken was the – instead of – it's like the only thing at Taco Bell that doesn't have like a, a, a tortilla shell or yeah. whatever. It was chicken. It, if, if anybody out there listening has had one at Taco Bell, it was, it was, it was chicken and it was – like your taco stuff was in between two pieces. Oh, of, of, oh, okay. So it's not like a chicken tube with stuff jammed in it. No, it was. I think it okay. might have been. I think it might have been one piece that was enveloped. Curled. That was like an omelet style. Uh, okay. It had, it had gotcha. the taco I stuff gotcha. in it. Enveloped. Uh, that's a bit much. I yeah. mean, in theory, it's okay, but that just seems excessive. Yeah. But. All, All right. right. So uh, Gary says the pudding skin roll-ups market size is Todd. <laughs> so I'm guessing you don't like the pudding skin, Gary. <laughs> well, you would have to wear that on your face like Leatherface if you, if you got some pudding skin roll-up. Siri <laughs> uh, ah. says if the chicken was not breaded, it would be an excellent keto meal, correct? Um, for the sake of brevity, I'm going to skip down a few because a couple of these get redundant. But this one. Naked chicken. Naked chicken. Naked chicken. Um, Arby's pumpkin cheesecake milkshake. Arby's. Um, that doesn't sound bad to me at all. Because I love, I like pumpkin pie, and I like cheesecake, and I like milkshakes. Win, win, win. Meat, meat. Yeah, I would probably like that too. Not as much as my favorite milkshake at, I think it was Arby's. That was the banana that had um. I remember. I remember. I had like like a banana in it of some sort. Yeah. This be this being milk. This being milk. Going to cut off it. Um. So what's uh, wrong with that? 
Um, the, their comment was that Arby's always knocks it out of the park on shakes, but they said this one was really heavy on cheesecake flavor, so much so that you might as well order this alone than with the meal because it sits in your gut for a while. So I guess it's just a heavy shake. Heavy. Uh, and and I, I can probably agree with that. I could see why that might be an issue, but it doesn't mean it's not delicious. Yeah. So I'm going along with that. I, I Would you try it? Eric, I forget I would, you. Yeah, I forget I if you like pumpkin pie or not. Yeah, I I don't but, like pumpkin pie, but I like other iterations of pumpkin. Pumpkin pie is very pumpkin similar. Log? Pumpkin, yeah, I like pumpkin log. Pumpkin pie to me is very similar to the pudding skin, which I can't deal with. Oh, I'm gonna send you guys a box of nothing but pudding skin. I'm gonna make just a, <laughs> a big vat of pudding and just peel the skin off of it and mail it to you guys. And it, it would have to be wax paper <laughs> with a smiley face cut out of it. <laughs> um, okay, now this one is causing me great consternation. This is from Krispy Kreme, their chicken Charlie Sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe, don't worry, you won't see this on the menu anymore. But the concoction is simple. You take it's hard to mess up a sloppy Joe. Well, they did. Um, you take a perfectly unsullied Krispy Kreme glazed donut, slice it down the middle, and fill it with sloppy Joe meat. Nah, see the donut. This... <laughs> so I see... do not want my unkempt Jose stuffed in a duff nut. <laughs> <laughs> see now, there there's no hole in that duff nut, so it's not a regular. But duff if nut. it has the normal glazed coating it's yeah it's, it's yeah, out right. yeah right. well I, I i think they couldn't put a hole in it because it would be like a volcano when you bit into it <laughs> so there has to be a cap on that that's true you would take a bite into it and, and man which would go up your nose holes instantly <laughs> oh and you see do you see that shredded cheese on there yeah. oh I you guys don't like cheese on your man which no that no, not, not at all on my donut covered man. No, but, <laughs> but I'm wondering why Brady now, Brady, do you always, are you throwing shredded cheese in the condiment uh, corner? No, no I like shredded cheese. I just think sloppy Joe is meant to stand on its own. All right. So, so here's a question then. If you took the sloppy Joe off of that and just put the cheese on it. No. Oh, no. good God. No. Okay. Now I can't remember. Did either one of you like the cheese on the apple pie? I, I don't like no. cheese on the apple pie. I, I, I like see no butter. Difference in that. I, see no I, difference. I agree. Um, I like butter and ice cream on my apple pie. <laughs> yeah, I like butter? my pie out of the commode, but I don't want any cheese on it. <laughs> I'm a little bit dumbfounded by Brady's uh, no shredded cheese on manage. Yeah. I mean, it's neat. It's it's man and it's witch. It's just some cheese on it. it makes it. I mean, oh, I don't put it on there regularly, but. The sauce, the peppers, and everything, the seasoning, everything, it's meant to be enjoyed as its own entity. Throwing cheese on it kind of like, I don't know. I tell you, another good thing is you can make, like, Coney's using manwich, and that's oh, good. Oh, that's what I thought Coney's were until teen year. Yeah, because when I was introduced to Skyline and everything, it was man. my mom's Coney's, and she still does it because she doesn't like Cincinnati chili. Yeah. But one of her sloppy joe conies it is yeah well well isn't like detroit conies don't they have like sloppy joe on them yeah it, it oh, yeah really? it's a, yeah it was just always a thing my dad always made sloppy joe and, and we there was always some hot dogs made and ready yeah. to, for people that wanted to to chop them up in it or to put it on a bun but i think we talked about this in the past 
I think it was last year, White Castle briefly had a sloppy Joe sandwich, and it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. See, um, I, I always preferred as a when you looked at the sloppy Joe and you saw the, the roundness of the ground beef, that was good. But if you saw the shredding when the, hey, like, you're talking about you're talking about two different things, maybe. Are you talking yeah, about just pulled yeah, pork and shredded pulled pork? Yeah, pulled, but they would yeah, call it a porpoise. sloppy joe. But I always liked the beef kind and not the pulled porpoise kind. Yeah, no, we never called pulled porpoise sloppy joe. <laughs> Slop, uh, sloppy joe is always yeah. beef. Yes. Um yeah. Yeah, but pool, I do like pulled pork. But pulled pork's different because pulled pork's more barbecue yeah. sauce. I, and I like right. both. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, you know, and I think what it was whenever the pulled porpoise kind was there, I think the sauce was never as good, and I was used to the sandwich sauce. Yeah. It was different. Not so, necessarily bad. But. So do both of those sandwiches qualify as a loose meat sandwich? Hmm. Um, Roseanne style? I would say the sloppy Joseph would be closer than the pulled porpoise. Sloppy Joseph. <laughs> All right, I so, would say uh, the pulled pork has more tackiness. Yeah. And in a sloppy Joe, well, hence the name, it comes apart, you know. Loose meat sandwich, yes. Celia gave a green barf face and then said the donut is what makes it disgusting. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Brady said, be like a volcano if it had a hole in it. <laughs> Gary says, it's going to be like a volcano after you eat it also. <laughs> uh, Celia also says, Todd puts cheese on everything. I'll make Chinese food, and he wants to put cheese on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's All right. True. And I think just because of time, this is going to be the last one I deal with, um, I think. At Denny's, they have the mac and cheese Big Daddy Patty Melt. Like what? is with the humanity's need for this kind of stuff. Their words, mac and cheese as a side dish is great, but this sandwich is composed of two buttered and toasted potato bread slices stuffed with ground beef patty, Frisco sauce, cheese, and macaroni and cheese. And one of these sandwiches is 1,690 calories by itself. Well, I have a problem with mac and cheese becoming a main dish anyway. <laughs> when did that right. happen? Well, that's it, uh, it, that's the that's the age old uh, debate. Yeah, and I think there are other other areas of the country call it a dish, a main dish. Um, well, but, but when did it happen here? Because like even when we were kids growing up, mac and cheese was as a, as a side. Huh? Has it happened here? Yeah. Oh like yeah, our, our school lunches like on whatever day it, mac and cheese is the main lunch, um, and and like uh, we're the first place I noticed were, uh, were kid menus because around the time my kids were still eating in kids menus, I remember like you started seeing mac and cheese as a as a main like apple cheese and some apple slices or something like that's not a yeah. Um, that's not a, a, a lot of the American. food trucks, the barbecue food trucks, they'll like have brisket mac and cheese or that's pulled porpoise mac and cheese. Yeah. But if it has if it has meat product in it, yeah, or like other things mixed in, I can see that. But just mac yeah, and cheese by itself, it, yeah. I gotcha. So, um, as I'm looking, I think that, yeah, that would that's a good place to stop. Um, well, let me let, but, let me put this up. I I need to put a bigger picture up on the screen. The left or the right? <laughs> <laughs> that looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay, you know, I, I, I have an issue with this, the way it's pictured. Does anyone know what the issue would be? That it's a white-looking cheese? 
Now, I don't mind well, white it, mac and cheese. The, the, the cheese is not white looking, but it looks like the cheese does not fully cover the noodles. Oh, well, there's too much noodle. No, I, I think what you're looking at there is it's mac and cheese, but it's a white cheddar mac and cheese. And then that's a I cheese slice right. on top of it. So you had to contrast the cheesery because yeah. one is the yellow and one is the white. I think you're right, Todd. Because that's getting popular too, is the white the white cheddar mac and cheese. I, now I, Arby's I, has an excellent white cheddar mac and cheese. That's 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 not my ma that's not my jam. I like now I'll tell you this though, Eric. What I thought you were gonna say is it looks to me like that could be macaroni salad on a sandwich, and oh, I know good uh, God. That maybe that's what my problem is. That looks too much like macaroni salad. Yeah, now I like salad. that's a crime. I like the looks of those fries over there. I like the grooves in those fries. Yeah, those, those are unique. Yeah, they're sort of um, like wedges, but yeah, like I don't know, they're grooved wedges. I would eat that. I would eat what's on that. Yeah, I would too. Is now is that is that a slice of cheese on top and a slice of cheese on the bottom? I believe it's. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, there's, there's some a mustard. Swiss on cheese slice on the bottom and a cheddar cheese slice on top. Oh yeah. Now, if I was picking a smoked bacon cheese or a smoked gouda, I think they're both that. yellow though, Eric. If you look at yeah. the far one, oh, you mean all, well on the way bottom? I was talking, yeah, like oh, right, yeah. right, right, but right up again the burger there. Like, see, oh, I, I see, see that. what you're talking or, about. Or is that just a a noodle flat that's noodle. flattened out? Yeah, that might be a yeah. flat noodle. Could be. I guarantee you, this is the longest anyone has ever studied this picture. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the forensic food dissection crew. That's us. Forensic foodery. Yes. What? I hope that was enjoyable. Oh, yeah. It was. Food food topics are always enjoyable. All right. Visit our website, www.playbyyourpodcast.com. As I said, they updated our, uh, our Hard to do. software there. Now it looks a little different, so I'm going to have to do some work on it, I think. But anyway... All right, game time. Gain. Chicken or egg is the game. Poultry the game. or ovum. Poultry we have not played this in a while. Ovum, we have not. All right, so to refresh your memories, I'm going to give you two things. It is your job to tell me which thing chronologically came first. Okay. Yeah. We, we drew lots backstage. Brady. You will go first. Brady needs to go first. This is the game he always destroys me. And I even brought my <laughs> sucker back tonight. Hey, what are the chances you brought the sucker back on the same night that I found my juice <laughs> boxes? Ah, uh, everything old is new again. Yeah. Yes. All right. Brady. Yeah. Pac-Man or Donkey Kong? <sighs> I think I'm going to go Pac-Man. Pac-Man? Yes, I, I, I just remember it first, I believe. It, I, and I, you know, once again, I was in video games out the wazoo, but I remember having Pac-Man fever before Donkey Kong. Now, do, I don't steal or anything like that, right? No, I don't do anything. No, no. If he misses it, you get the point. Oh, nice. Oh. All right. No pressure. I, I, it, for what it's worth, I think it's Donkey Kong. Okay. In 1980... Game inventor Moro Awatani. Let's call him Mori. Maurice. 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 
was inspired by a pizza with a slice missing to make a game that wasn't typical shoot 'em up style at the time. The rest is history. Waka waka Pac-Man waka 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 waka. Is the best selling coin operated game of all time. Around the same time, Nintendo also wanted to explore a non-violent video arcade. Now, I don't think Donkey Kong had some violence involved. If you're throwing barrels, flaming barrels at somebody, trying to knock them off a building, that sounds pretty violent to me. Yes. Yeah, but you had the, the poltergeist aspect of the of Pac-Man. Pac-Man. True. It just made him wilt. <laughs> An unknown game inventor came up with the idea of a man with a large pet gorilla. Now, I never assumed that the gorilla was Mario's pet. No, I actually looked at it the other way. I, I assume he was captive, the, yeah. the, the man. Right. Yeah. And Donkey Kong was born making its debut in 1981. Ooh. And I still don't know why it's called Donkey Kong because there are no donkeys in it. I, I, why I was it, it not Ape Kong? I, I, I think it was a translation thing. Okay. Japanese. It also bugs me when people say it's on like Donkey Kong and that's on and Donkey Kong and Kong do not rhyme. No, they don't. You would have to say it's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> well, why on that like one? Donkey Kong. <laughs> it's on like Galaga. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's an intense yeah. game too. Yeah. It's Pro on like Yars Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we playing to? What's what's our what's our goal here? Seven. How about seven? seven Just like years. a good classic World Series, or yeah. All right, Todd. French fries or potato chips? I actually think I know this one. French fries. I'm gonna say that that potato chips. Well, I also think at some point they were interchangeable, like. Fish and chips, which are actually f- fish and fries. I- I'm thinking chips would have become more commercially packaged for like home use, things like that. So I'm going to say fries. May I okay. give what I think it is? Go ahead. See, I think the potato chip was around first because back before that they could um, preserve things, a chip is basically just a dried tater, like dried fruit. And I think that they could store potatoes in, in chippery and not have it be spoiled. And I'm totally okay. pulling this out of my end use, but it sounds, I'm, I'm reasoning that through. So I'm going to say chip. Okay. Like people would just walk into, you thinking like people walked in places and just got a, an old dried potato chip, like a, like a, like dried fruit or something and ate it. Yeah, they would just put a like a sack of them that they would salt cure and you know, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Uh, okay. I could be totally wrong, but it just feels like that. All right. Known as chips in England, the origin of French fries is not absolute. Both the French and the Belgians clay lay claim to the invention. We do know that Thomas Jefferson wrote of potatoes deep fried while raw in small cuttings in 1802. The earliest known recipe for potato chips is in William Kitchener's cookbook, The Cook's Oracle, first published in 1817. Mm. However, legend has it that George Crumb invented them at Moon's Lake House in Saratoga Springs, New York, hence the Saratoga Saratoga chips. chips. 
1853 in reaction to a persnickety diner who kept sending his french fries back to the kitchen because they were too thick. Either way, french fries are in the lead. I agree. I hate a thick fry. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you don't like a, red robin fries? Well, no, no. It's not that. I like steak I like steak fries. I'm talking like like say you get potato wedges. I like I like there to be more crusty outer layer than the inner okay. potato. Filling. I got you. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like steak fries. I mean, they're, but they're all same. They're all uniform and like in width yeah. and girth. Well, spe- speaking of potato wedges, off on that little tangent, nothing worse than a potato wedge you bite into and it's not cooked all the way through and it's like a. Oh, it's growl on the inside. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Yeah. Not only that, but uh, the, that's when you'll burn your full mouth off too. Like when you, like if there's too much potato in there that's not covered in skin. True. The skin yeah. part's never too hot. You never burn yourself on those. Yeah. It's about heat conduction, right, Brady? It is. Scientific. All right, Brady. One-to-one is our score. Hair dye or hair perm? I would definitely say hair dye. That somebody didn't like the color of their hair and they accidentally spilled some food on it and said, hey, that's an idea. Spilled. They accidentally dipped their hair into the sugar beets and it turned it a different color. Um, I'm definitely going to say hair dye. Okay. I disagree. Ooh. Okay, why do you disagree? I just, I don't know. I'm thinking because. like... Because. Because. So. Um, no, I, I really, I don't know that I have a good explanation, but I just think that, I don't, I don't think that back in the day, I don't think that people were as hung up on, you know what I mean? Like, like their physical, I guess their appearance. Like they would wear like wigs that were. Yeah. And wigs wigs. that were white. Every, you know, think about all the, all the wigs, all the, all the, the, the founding fathers that were, they were all white wigs. It wasn't like they had. It's amazing because we spend some people spend so many dollars trying to cover up gray. But back then, you know, they wanted it to look like yeah. that. Yeah. That's why I think perm to make All them right. curly. The first commercial hair dye was developed by a French chemist in 1909. Mm. The company that he started to market the product later became a leader in the cosmetics industry when its name was changed to L'Oreal. Um, I thought you were going to say Ogilvy. Earlier, however, henna was used to color hair in the time of the Egyptians. In the study of mummies, pharaohs were shown to have hair and nails colored with henna. German hairdresser Karl Ludwig Nessler introduced the hair perm style at his London salon in 1906, having women sit up to six hours with heavy brass rollers in their Gosh! So hair dye it is. Yeah. I thought I had a good chance on that one. Well, your reasoning was sound, I think. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Todd. Alcatraz Prison or the Golden Gate Bridge? This is one of those that Brady just knows. I know it. I know he knows the. I'm sweated. Like, legit. I am not you confident. Don't have to sweat it. Um, 
Alcatraz Prison or the Golden Gate Bridge? Alcatraz Prison. Okay. That's what I would have said. If you visit San Francisco, you can't miss seeing the two great landmarks. Out in the middle of San Francisco Bay is Alcatraz Island, with the infamous Alcatraz Prison, which opened in 1934. No longer an active prison, the island is available for tours. The Golden Gate's 4,200-foot expansion was a world record for 27 years. The bridge opened to pedestrian traffic in 1937. Mm. So Alcatraz it is. Alcatraz it is, yeah. It's impossible to think of that without thinking of, so I married an axe murder. <laughs> Dude, I've been sitting here thinking. <laughs> is Oxford Cavity. <laughs> Vicky. Vicky. Man, Phil Hartman was great. He was. Uh, all right, Brady. Let's see. Tights for men or tights for women? I gotta say, men, because women weren't even allowed to wear pants until eighteen hundreds. So, um, and Robin Hood had tights. So, <laughs> Mel, um, we're so, men. Yeah, we're men. men, men, men tights. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go tights for men. So you think Robin Hood actually wore tights, or was that just a? No, I I say there's got to be something behind it. Now, whether they were Kelly Green or not, I don't know. But So, uh, Miss Wilson brings up a good point about the last question. They dyed their clothes way before they chemically mixed things, right? Why not hair? True. All right. So, Brady says tights for men. All based on Robin's hood. (laughs) (laughs) And little's John. (laughs) Tights or similar tight-fitting garments that covered the body below the waist have been worn by mostly men and boys for centuries, probably starting around the 11th or 12th century. Men in tights persisted with the evolution of short pants or later hosen. <laughs> Tight-a-loons. Until, <laughs> until the 20th century, women t- women's legs were never seen. Before then, were they wearing tights? Hard to say. But women tights were not formally introduced until the 1960s. Dang. To, to liberate women from girdles, roll-ons, and garter belts. So. Brady called it. You called it, Brady. Brady, Brady did call it. And Brady leads three to two. This is a back-and-forth affair. All right, Todd. All right. Tooth fairy or the dentist? Well, long before there was like an actual medical dentist, I can't imagine that just like there was a blacksmith in town, there was probably a, might have been the same person. Um, I think there was always someone acting as a dentist as long as, you know, but anybody I, who had a piece of string in a Clydesdale, yeah. there was a dentist, um, <laughs> or, or a doorknob. I assume they just you know, just some bare knuckle boxing style of dentistry. But I, I'm going to go dentist. I think there was again a dentist figure, a dentist. The role of a dentist, I think, has been around longer than the tooth fairy. Okay. Do you agree with that, Brady? Just I do. 
As a matter of fact, I think it was the dentist that came up with the idea of a tooth fairy. Could be. All right. The Egyptian Hesi Ray, circa 2650 BCE, wow. was called the chief of the toothers and the physicians. <laughs> Early work by Egyptian dentists found in mummified bodies included <laughs> ivory dentures, gold crowns, and tooth fillings. The tooth fairy appeared much later with the combination of the medieval belief of the magical fairy and the Vikings' idea of a tooth fee that was paid to children when they lost a tooth. Yep. So dentist it is. Dentist. The ferryman. <laughs> so again, potted up at three, back and forth affair. Brady. See. Tire or air pump? I would say there was a pneumatic air pump long before a need for tires. And one would need an air pump to like get their brick oven or their home fireplace. So I'm definitely going to go air pump. All right. Todd, would you agree with that? I think they want us to think that the tire would come first because otherwise there might not be a need for the air yeah. an air pump. But I, I, I think I agree. Okay. Rubber was an exotic. It, it wasn't around until technology got better to import it. The first simple air compressor was the bellows used by early blacksmiths, and in 1652, Gernke invented the air pump used to. Who? G-U-E-R-I-C-K-E How do you say that name even back then without laughing? You need to go see Mr. Geerke. Uh, uh, Geerke invented the air pump. You don't get off my lawn, I'm going to kick you around the <laughs> Geerke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For the invention, we, lost... we are grateful for the invention of the wheel, probably from ancient times, uh, but the first airfield tire made from leather did not appear until 1845. Interesting. 18 and 45. <laughs> So Brady, the air pump. All right, Todd. Yes, yeah, sure. Street lights, people, or oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <Whew. laughs> sorry, gentlemen. <laughs> Okay, what what was it that caused the biggest biggest the uh, breakdown of this show? The, black uh, Betty Brown Black, black, black Blood Pudding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might have been it. Uh, that was on par with that. What's even funnier though, we still need to play it for the audience sometime. Is listen to that in slow motion. 
or slowed down. <laughs> yeah, you can do that on Spotify. Meow, meow. Bow, but out. Black blood pudding. <laughs> Streetlights or electricity? Streetlights. <laughs> Brady, do you agree? Hands are streetlights. I, I think I do because streetlights could have been gaslight. They could have been candles. They could have been, I don't know, seal oil, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, that would have come before electricity. So, des- actually, San Diego has a gaslight district. Yep. So, I'm going to go lights, street lights too. Yeah. Okay. We all know the story of Benjamin Franklin and his famous lightning and kite experiment. He was inspired to try this in 1753 after studying other electricity experiments. The first known street lights were lanterns with candles that were recorded in London in 1417. So once again, back and forth is fourth. <laughs> they, might, they should call us butter because we're on a roll. We're unstoppable yeah. force. Yeah. All right, Brady. Yeah. U.S. penny or U.S. dollar? I'm going to say the dollar because it came before Abraham Lincoln was even president. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, I do think, I do think the monetary, and I do think the monetary unit of the dollar came before the sub broke it up penny. So Brady says the doll hair. I tend to agree. Okay. Prior to the greenback or other paper currency produced in the United States, the silver dollar was produced from 1794 to 1935. Ben Franklin, the author of A Penny Saved is a Penny Earned, actually designed the first one-cent coin or penny, which was the first U.S. authorized currency of any type. It was first minted in 1787. Ah. Uh. So it was indeed the penny. And the first time in this game that someone has gotten a, a question wrong. Gotten a goose again. That's what I needed. There's my window, my window of opportunity. Yes, it is. All right. Todd? Yes. Hair shampoo or hair conditioner? Okay, I think it's going to be one of those tricky ones where you would think, well, they would have wanted something to clean the hair before they wanted something to con- to condition it and protect it, or whatever the hell conditioning conditioner does. Uh, so, but then I think it's reverse reverse psychology because reverse reverse. Maybe well, no, this would be my same line of thinking. Maybe they wanted to. Their goal was to protect the hair and keep it longer before they thought about everyday cleaning or I don't know what I'm saying. Um, I'm going to say conditioner. Yeah. 
I just think it's one of those ones that seems too obvious to say shampoo. Okay. I think I might know the answer to this one. Maxwell, if he is still in the room, we learned that the ancient Incas, they would get parasites and louses. So they did not use shampoo, but they use shampoo. They use their own urine in a bucket to wash it out, wash out the, you know, the stuff. So, um, yeah. Well, every pee pee time is not a poo poo time, but every pee pee time is a pee pee time. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the shampoo. Shampoo. Okay. Uh, Todd's answer, the official answer, was conditioner, however. Oh. No, he's not saying that. Oh, I'm not saying that is the answer. It appears that a person's desire for great hair is about as old as civilization. The Egyptians used diluted citrus juice as a shampoo to clean their hair and scalps from about 2500 BCE. The first known conditioner appeared about 1500 years later by the sub-Saharan Africans who steeped herbs in avocado oil for smoother hairs. I didn't take advantage of my opportunity. You did not. So back and forth we go. Now we are back. Tied at five, Brady. On on the hair uh, topic here. Hairspray or hair nets? Oh, hair nets. Had to be. Had to be. They had. They had to keep their, you know, the need to keep hair out of food has been around a lot longer than the need to quaff your bouffant. So I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go hairnet. All right, Todd. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. In addition to keeping hair in place, hairnets were considered an important fashion accessory from the 13th century and beyond in English, England, and Germany. Hairspray came into being in the 1950s as chemical companies found new applications for their formulations and the aerosol spray was perfected. You know, I never thought about it, but can you imagine that when that first came out? It's like, wait a minute, it's in a can and I spray it on my hair and it won't move. That had to be quite a, like the invention of the VCR or the microwave oven. Yeah. That had to be life-changing course looking at old pictures they certainly took advantage of it yes they did all right todd i'm in the recent. barn i'm in the barn in the barn <laughs> a little more recent question here austin powers or harry potter crap <laughs> <laughs> i think Austin Powers by a hair. A hair. A conditioned hair or a shampoo <laughs> hair? <laughs> or a shampooed hair. <laughs> yeah. Would you agree with that, Brady? See, I'm trying to think of the Harry Potter book versus the Harry Potter movie and whether the book preceded the movie, but I think Todd's correct. Okay. Mike Myers hit the scene as the crazy British secret agent Austin Powers in 1997. 
Harry Potter didn't discover his powers on the big screen until his first appearance in 2001. So, but the books came out way before. Yeah. But probably not way before because those books were pretty much a smash hit from the get go. Yeah. All right. This is for all the marbles. This is. Okay, Brady. Yeah. The Pink Panther movie or the Pink Panther cartoon? It, it, it has to be the movie because the cartoon was French in French. its ilk with Inspector Clouseau. And that was based on the book and the movie, so it ha- it has to be the movie. Okay. With Pierre Sellers. <laughs> uh, Todd, would you agree with that? No. Okay. <laughs> the animated Pink Panther character first appeared in a trailer for the 1964 film, The Pink Panther Movie. The lovable character didn't get his own cartoon show until the 1970s. So Brady gets his seventh point. Drats. Drats. Well Just done, a, Brady. Good gain. Yeah. Good gain. That was an excellent gain. It was. Each one of you had your uh, chances had our, there. We had our A game on tonight. Yeah. All right. Want to... Uh, Remind you, our audio version of the podcast will come out Friday morning at 3 a.m. <coughs> Anchor.fm is our main platform. However, we can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and the iHeartRadio app, and most anywhere else you find audio podcasts. Video-wise, uh, you, you can find us on Spotify there as well. They have video podcasts. YouTube on our YouTube channel, Play It By Your Podcast, and our channel on Twitch. 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 Uh, search play by your podcast and follow our channel there. Uh, they're also archived on Facebook. I'm not sure uh, what the Facebook issue was uh, starting out, but uh, seemed to rectify itself. Social media, we are on Facebook on Twitter and Instagrams. All those links can be found on our website, playitbyyourpodcast.com. Interact with us via email, admin at playitbyyourpodcast.com. You can leave a voice message. Click the link at your audio podcast provider. You're on the iHeartRadio app. There's a microphone that says talk back. That is how you would leave a voice message. We'll put it right into the show. Anything else for the good of the order, gentlemen? No, I believe so. Fun times. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Just a little over the two-hour mark. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, join us next week for episode 125. It's kind of a milestone, isn't it? It is. So. All right. Uh, probably looking at uh, Wednesday of next week, as usual, I think. Unless someone has a issue with that. conference, I think that's on a Thursday. I'm good to go. All righty. We'll see you then. Take us out, Todd. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website, at anchor.fm backslash play it by ear podcast. Thanks again. 
and join us next time as we play it by ear.